Zionist Word of the Week. Good morning, everybody. How are you all? Happy, blessed to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, yes, I'm going to be starting from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7 to encourage you guys. You know, uh, from verse 6 onwards, I'm going to be reading from Amplified. Okay, it says, For you are a holy people, set apart to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the people on the face of the earth to be a people for his own possession. That is his very special treasure. Amen. We are all his very special treasure. That's how it is. You know, the Heavenly Father, the creator of heaven and earth, has chosen each and one of us here. And he said, you are his possession. You are his valuable treasure. You know, and then in the verse 7 it says, the, the Lord did not love you and choose you because you were greater in number than any of the other people, for you are the fewest of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out of your mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the house of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Therefore, know without any doubt and understand that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who is keeping his covenant and his steadfast loving kindness to a thousand generation with those who love him and keep his commandments. Amen. I was so excited when I read these uh, scriptures as I was meditating what to share, you know. We are all chosen. You know, how exciting it is to know that we are chosen by him, you know. He sent his only son for us. That's how, how much he loves us, you know. He didn't choose us because we were the greatest people. He didn't choose us because we were the highly educated or so and so. We were the fewest. We were the dirtiest. And he chose us and he made us clean. He made us perfect in his eyes. And he said that you are the perfect treasure, you know most valuable in anything else in this world. That's how he sees each and one of us here. And then I was uh, reading Titus chapter 2, verse 14. It again says the same verse, or the, uh, almost the same thing he's chosen. Uh, who willingly gave himself to be uh, crucified on our behalf to redeem us and purchase our freedom from all wickedness and to purify for himself a chosen and very special people to be his own possession who are enthusiastic for doing what is good. Again, he says here, it's very special people to be his own possession. I want to remind you guys today, you are chosen, you are very special, you are his own. No matter whatever the people of the world may say, whatever the situation may be around, you are chosen, you are his special treasure. You know? And in the Passion Translation uh, ends, out, uh, ends with saying, in verse 14 it says, passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. You know, <clears throat> We are chosen and we need to be passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. Are we doing, are we passionate, boiling hot to do what is beautiful in his eyes or are we, no, I, I just want to do my way. I'll work out my way. No, I don't care about what he says, what his plans are, but then I want to do my, are we like that? Are we passionate, boiling hot to do his ways, you know, to what is beautiful in his ways. That's what the Passion Translation says. Is the things that we do, is it beautiful in his eyes? We need to be making sure of that. Is it beautiful? We are not doing it to, for people. We are doing it for him. Amen. And uh, I know uh, I'll be very happy if someone says, Oh, dear Jody, they are very good. They say the Bible characters. They say the Bible stories. That makes me really proud. That is beautiful in my eyes to see my kids grow up. You know, that's how the Heavenly Father is going to be seeing us as well. You know, he's going to be so proud when you are doing something really passionate for him. You know. 
So that's the question for you all guys today. Are we passionate? The things that you do, it is it beautiful in his eyes? Are we pleasing him? Are we imitating the Heavenly Father? Like, like yesterday Dolly was saying, you know, Jody is like just the way you walk, like he is pulling up his sleeves. You know, he is just imitating me. That's what Dolly was saying about Jody yesterday. And I was so happy. I was so blessed. Oh, my boy is just like me, you know. But are we imitating the Heavenly Father? That's what it says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Be imitators of God. You know, we need to be imitating him as dearly beloved children. As how, as how Jody or dear is imitating us, we need to be imitating the Heavenly Father. You know, it's loving kindness, it's steadfast love for us. Amen. So, we'll just pray before we enter into worship. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in this place, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the everlasting love that you shed upon us, Master. Thank you, Lord, for choosing each and every one of us and saying that you are the special treasure. Thank you, Jesus, for the calling that you have bestowed on our lives, Father. Thank you, Lord. We lift you up high. We give you all the praise and glory, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for taking control of the rest of the worship, the word that's going to come forth, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for ministering to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to each and every one of us here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.